I'd rather have angry Justin Bieber fans than angry hockey fans. Oh, speaking of just happy to be here, how about those Canadian teams in the playoffs, huh? When Kevin Durant joined the Warriors, that was like peak hate of the Warriors for me. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Expansion Buddies podcast. I am your co-host, Jesse Winker's Free Pizza, and I am joined by my other co-host, the entire Angels dugout. How are you doing today, Justin? I'm doing well. Uh, Didn't know you were going to go with the intro, uh, but that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, so... uh, I was going to go with uh, Jesse Winkler's Pants Store. Because he's got to have some amazing store that he goes to to buy pants for balls that big. Yikes. Uh, you're not wrong. Uh, if the fans don't know what we're talking about, we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, but essentially, the quick and dirty of it is there was a big brawl over the weekend between uh, our beloved Mariners uh, and the Angels who did not act like their team name. Um, I'll, I'll start with that. But uh, first, before we get to that, uh, I bet you probably don't want to talk about it too much, but I feel like we do have to congratulate the Colorado Avalanche. A hundred percent. A hundred percent we do. I said when we had Daniel on that the Avs, this had to be their year. They could not screw it up again. And they didn't. They, they made it happen. I am not happy, but I am glad that the Avs finally made it after all the heartache that they decided to bring to the people of Colorado over the past few years. <laughs> you know, it's gotta, it's gotta hit a little softer for you too, just because you do have two Stanley cups to fall back on over the last two seasons. Yeah. True. So, true. Um, yeah. Big congrats to the Avs gutsy game six win on the road in Tampa to wrap the series up four to two, take the Stanley cup, for the first time since 2001, that's the franchise's third Stanley Cup trophy. A uh, huge accomplishment for those guys. Probably, I would have to say, the most talented team in hockey this year. Um, and Tampa Bay, rightfully so, number two right behind them. I can't think of two teams that were better on the ice this season. And a lot of speculation is kind of being thrown around right now, as it always does right after a championship um is this the start of something big and new for the abs and is this the end of the run for the lightning uh i'll i'll open that question up to you i guess part two of that question specifically about tampa to you do you think that we've seen the end of tampa in the stanley cup for a while um no i don't think so i think that we're going to be in the running uh, going forward, we've still got a strong core that has experience in the playoffs, has experience, you know, uh, going deep. Uh, but, uh, you know, with that, we have to temper our expectations because we do have a lot of new blood on the team, you know. Uh, cap space hits everybody. You know, the expansion draft hit everybody. And we lost some people that were super solid. Yeah. So, you know, I think we're still going to be good, but I don't know if we're going to be, you know, back-to-back champs again. Yeah, I mean, we we said it a while ago. It's just back-to-back's hard enough to do. Three-peat's almost impossible. 
Uh, yet again, a, a team vying for a three-peat comes up short, meaning the last time a team in professional sports landed the three-peat was the Lakers back in the early 2000s. That's still the last one that we've seen. Um, I tend to agree with you, though, that the Lightning, we, we haven't seen the last of them yet. And honestly, just I know it's way too early to start making speculation like this, but looking at the field in the NHL right now, especially in the East, I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa Bay is back in the Stanley Cup next year because you mentioned the experience, you mentioned the core group, you know, yes, salary caps are a thing. And, um, you know, year after year, you're going to lose some guys to whether it be trades, retirement, what have you. However, uh, not only is Tampa Bay experienced now in winning the Stanley Cup, it's going to be weird to say, but they're experienced in losing it now too. And they have both that, uh, that positive experience of going all the way and winning it. And now that, uh, that hunger because you lost to get back. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of similar, honestly, to what's going on right across the street in Tampa there with the bucks, you won the super bowl, you lost heartbreakingly in the playoffs last year, you combine those two things. And sometimes that makes for a really dangerous combination for a team as they try to, if they still have that talent around, which, which both your teams down there in the Bay do. Yeah. And I mean, out of those two teams, I, I really would like the Bucks to get back to the Super Bowl more than I want the Lightning to get back to the Stanley Cup right now. Partially Lightning were just there. It's a little raw still. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I think, uh, and again, this might be a controversial opinion, love it or hate it, but I think Brady deserves to go out on a ring. Uh, some say he might have made a mistake not going out when he won the first one with Tampa. But. but yeah. I mean, that, he's, that's, still, he's still got that juice in him. So. Yeah. And I think your lightning are going to have that juice in him next year. And I would, like I said, I personally wouldn't be surprised if they're back in the cup next time out. Um, so we'll see. And as far as Colorado goes, uh, if they can keep, it's kind of the same story. Every time a team wins a championship with a big old asterisk, if you can keep that group together, uh, there's really, you know, it's hard to pick against a team that just did that. And yeah. I would say the same thing for the avalanche here. Um, I, I'm sure all the abs fans, we know one of them, you know, several of them. I'm sure they're on cloud nine right now. Still haven't come down yet. Boy, the players are living it up. You see, they already put a big old dent in the Stanley cup. <laughs> yep. Some sort of record I think was the quote. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Congrats to the abs. Uh, they're my shout out this week. Uh, winning your first Stanley cup in over 20 years is a pretty big deal. So I think that's expansion buddy shout out worthy. Um, Fair enough. But let's get to the juice of this episode. <laughs> let's get to the meat. Let's get to uh, the gobsmacker on this episode. And boy, there was a lot of gobsmackers thrown in this brawl between the Angels and the Mariners. Uh, I will let you enlighten the good people on kind of what led up to this and what what got it going. Everyone knows that the M's and the angels are big division rivals. So there, you know, there's already, there's already no love lost between them, but uh, this was a, uh, they didn't, this just didn't happen out of the blue. No. Um, so first I'll preface everything that we're saying. 
if you want a better breakdown than what we're going to give you, go watch John Boy Media's video about it. Okay, we, he, love, we love John Boy. John Boy's great. He has some um, great breakdowns, but this one, as you said before we started recording, might be the crowning jewel of his collection. Yes, it's it's great. So it all started. It all started in Anaheim, where one Mike Trout, who I I think we're we've kind of been you know a fan of here on the podcast. We like Mike Trout. I like Mike Trout a lot. I've lost a little respect for him after this incident, but. We'll get to that. Um, where one Mike Trout was up to bat, and in two pitches that he got, one sailed uh, right next to his head after being thrown. There was also an incident where he was walked earlier and some other things as well, but this was the the main, you know, straw i guess this was the straw that broke the camel's back and in the post-game interview mike trout said if you can't pitch inside don't pitch inside if you're going to hit me hit me in the ribs don't hit me in the head i don't know if that's the intent but anything at the head you don't do that and the mariners uh pitcher was trying to get into the inside zone where mike trout is weakest at bat yeah swanson was our pitcher in that game yes um, and it may be granted, you know, uh, if you're having struggling, if you are struggling hitting that area, maybe don't, you know, put the batter at risk, but I digress. So yeah. this really riled up the A or excuse me, the angels almost said the A's that's a different team, the angels. So they come into the next game in the series and immediately right off the bat no pun intended the a's put out a a pitcher that is not a starting caliber pitcher he was making his first start a rookie yes first start rookie i, I shouldn't say um starting caliber I, i'm sure he's fine um andrew wentz or wants excuse me wentz is different different sport he might throw the he might throw the um but uh, got very close to hitting uh, Julio Rodriguez at first bat. Um, and after that, the umps came together and issued warnings, which the Mariners weren't happy about because they're like, why are we getting a warning? But I digress. And then up comes Jesse Winkler, our next, our next batter up. And this is where we pour gasoline on the embers. <laughs> Um, Winkler just immediately gets hit with the pitch. I mean, these are the first two at-bats and immediately targeting. Uh, Winkler, to be fair, does look like he's just going to take the base for getting hit. I I think we can agree on that. Like, he's looking towards it like, okay. He was more confused than anything. Yeah. And then the Angels had to start something. They, you know, they start making little jibby jabs from the old. They were chirping. Yeah, they're chirping. They're chirping. And uh, Winkler, he uh, he gets a little annoyed. Um, and he starts arguing with uh, Angel's manager Phil Nevin. And after that, 
it just continues to snowball. And Winkler storms the beaches of Normandy alone and charges straight for that dugout. <laughs> and then both dugouts totally empty and it's a brawl. Like it's a straight up boom, boom, boom. Just feeding them the left, right, left. Oh, bullpens coming out. It was the whole nine yards. Yeah. I mean, Floyd should have been there, you know, they should have been out. WWE announcers because this was a, a backyard fight. Yeah. Um, and eventually it starts to die down and then it starts back up again. Um, but what it, it, when it finally gets broken up and the umps are ejecting people from the game, um, Angels player, uh, Raziel Iglesias, uh, is one of the people ejected. And again, if you watch John Boy Media's video on it, he show he does a great job showing Iglesias was actively trying to stop and cease and desist the fight. And like, he is like, Hey guys, let's uh, trying to break stuff up. He's ejected. And then his top blows, he throws sunflower seeds out on the field. He throws the Gatorade over uh, and, and kind of storms out. And I think he's kind of got a right for that. Cause that's some, that's some straight bull. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so the umps in, in all they ejected uh, Nevin Winker, Crawford, Rodriguez, Iglesias wants. Um, and uh, uh, Ryan Tapera and manager for the Mariners, Scott surveys. Yeah. So both managers gone. Yeah. Uh, starting pitcher for the Angels gone. Uh, Winker gone. Uh, several others gone. I think it was nine total. Um, and then the MLB yep. came down and issued suspensions for a lot of those guys. For too. yeah, for twelve players total. Um, so. Um. For the Mariners, uh, J.P. Crawford is suspended five games. Um, uh, Mariners outfielder Julio Rodriguez uh, received three games. Um, uh, anyway, I, I'm not going to actually read this whole list. That's it. Yeah, anyway. it's, it's extensive. But the point is, uh, this resulted in a lot of people – getting punished um yes and i'm gonna start by saying this uh i know we're both big mariners fans that's not a secret uh yes. i may have a little bias in this however after watching the replay the breakdowns everything that went into this this is uh completely instigated by the angels like 100 this was instigated by the angels uh, um, yes, because when Swanson threw up and in on trout, uh, the day before I do not, I mean, there's no way of knowing for sure. To me, it didn't seem intentional. 
Um, I think it was just two pitches that got away from him. And unfortunately it happened to be close up to trout's head. Mm -hmm. Um, but he never actually hit anybody. All right. Swanson never hit him. Um, and then the next day, uh, Nevin knew what he was doing by starting a guy who had never started before that poor kid was being used as uh, fodder for what was about to happen. Um, the angels knew they were going to throw it yep. to start that second game or that Sunday game, the game after the, you know, lead up. And they throw this poor kid, Andrew wants into the mix. Uh, what a way to make your first MLB start. And, yeah. and, and wants did go up kind of when the brawl was starting to clear a little bit and said, sorry about hitting him and he told him like i was told to do that which so i'm sure he was i totally know yeah oh no i mean i i respect Uh, him for being honest in that situation because that and and, very well could mean his job honestly if you're like you know i'm sure his coach was like you don't tell people that we were trying to hit him yeah uh, Phil Nevin, by the way, uh, manager of the Angels, absolute clown show. Never mm-hmm. liked the guy. Uh, uh, this just cements it for me. Um, he's sitting there, and then he has the goal in the dugout to sit there and bark at Mariners manager Scott Service, like 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 the Mariners were the ones that that instigated this, and like Scott was the one that was, you know, be the the puppet master behind this whole thing. Um. And Jesse Winker, man, I just want to say the Mariners traded for this guy in the offseason from the Reds, and I was excited when they got him for his outfield talent. Um, I love this guy. And if I didn't love him – I am a fan too, dude. If I didn't love him before, uh, as you put it so beautifully, the way he stormed the beaches of Normandy (laughs) by himself to take on the entire Angels dugout – it shows me that he genuinely cares about this team and his teammates. And he was willing to uh, take them all on by himself. Um, Of course. Also, I forgot to mention when he left after the brawl, uh, he double thing or like he double bird flipped off the angels crowd. Yeah. Um, Which he did say he did regret. And that's his, he said that was his only regret. Yeah. So, and, and this, I'm not, the umpires handled this, I think the best they could, uh, you know, when wants through the first pitch, um, up and in, in that game, and they gave everyone a warning and that's what they do in situations mm-hmm. like this. They gave everyone players, coaches on both teams, a warning, uh, basically saying next one, no tolerance, you're done. Um, so that's what they were supposed to do. We've seen us do that before in tense situations like this. Um, and then the angels still chose violence and this is what happened. Um, so I, I don't know. It's one of those things where as a baseball fan in a weird way, I kind of like brawls every now and then it adds a dose of excitement to the sport. Um, you obviously don't want anyone getting hurt ever. You don't want uh, batters getting intentionally thrown at ever. Um, it, it doesn't surprise me that this happened between two division rivals. 
Um, and this is, we saw this a little bit earlier in the season, kind of right when the season started actually with the Mets and the Nationals. Um, there was some incidents uh, within the first couple of days of the season between those two teams. Now, the Mariners and the Angels don't play again until my birthday on August 5th. <laughs> and, oh, I'm excited to watch that game uh, because it's like a month and a half away still. Is that enough time for the bad blood to cool down a little bit or uh, or has will it be one of those situations where no one's forgotten? And I think it's going to be part two. I don't know if there's going to be another brawl because you would think that these suspensions and punishments and financial punishments that I'm sure are coming also would be enough to probably uh, deter that in the future. But you never know. Um, It makes that series in the beginning of August with the angels a lot more interesting now because with all of this history there suddenly, um, I mean, you know that at least guys like Winker and Trout and, uh, you know, maybe Iglesias are going to go into it with a little different attitude than even the rest of them might. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, uh, it's kind of laughable because these are two teams that are below 500 and probably not going to make the playoffs at this rate. Unfortunately, Um, yes. Unfortunately for us, yes. Um, But to sum it up, it confirms what I've always felt about Phil Nevin. He's a absolute joke of a manager. Um, I hope he gets fired after this season, although the angels have already fired a manager this season. So I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I love Scott service. I love Skipper. He's uh, he, he's, you know, through and through Mariners guy, love Jesse Winker now. And at the beginning of the show, when I did the intro and I referred to myself as Jesse Winker's free pizza, did you hear that story? I have not. So there was a fan, a Mariners fan watching the game that was so uh, pumped up by uh, Winker's uh, just ferocity in that whole thing and is standing up for the team. She door dashed a pizza to the stadium to be delivered to him after the game. (laughs) and uh i think he got it i I didn't i don't know for sure but i think he got it and i know the guy who was doing the doordash drive the driver there got like really good tips from a lot of other fans when they found out about this so um that was kind of an awesome story there but um yeah it was a interesting weekend it's been a long time since i've seen the mariners in a brawl like that usually you have a few brawls a season, but the Seattle's kind of stayed away from it for a while. And I was kind of wondering when we would see one and here we are uh, Mariners angels. Uh, let's, you know what, for my birthday round two, uh, let's see it. <laughs> well, and let, let's, let's, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Let's, let's blow it out of the water this time. Let, let's get 20 suspensions. Uh, so the next few days when the angels and Mariners plays, it's all, basically minor leaguers because the entire starting rosters are suspended. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so one thing I did want to mention too is the Mariners had a similar situation uh, prior in the season where a player did get hit in the head by the angels. Uh, Justin Upton was clocked in the head. Was that during spring um, training? Um, that was 
earlier this month. Oh, so it was during the season. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That was actually like just a couple weeks ago. Um, I yeah. That now. I kind of forgot that was against the Angels, but see, there you go. Yeah. Um, but um, crazy, like Mariners didn't start a brawl in the next game of the series. Well, and here's the thing. In, in all of this, what I would like people to remember is the Mariners never hit anybody. Yeah. So and the other thing, too, speaking of the Angels manager real quick, um, one of the things that he complained about was that the Mariners, and I don't know if it was that game, or either previously in that game or in a different game, intentionally walked Mike Trout. That they weren't giving him balls that he could hit, that yeah. they walked him or things like that. It's like, is, isn't that just like trying to play strategic baseball? Yeah, I mean, I don't like, know. Like, you know, the man's a freaking superstar, so you're not going to give him, you know, an easy, you know, homer. Yeah, I, here's what I'll say about intentional walks. Uh, they definitely are part of the game. And for people that don't like them, first off, it is nine times out of 10, a compliment to the guy who's being intentionally walked um, because it's showing that you would rather put that man on base, a guaranteed base than trying to throw to him. Um, so I don't know. And if, if the angels and Mike Trout and Nevin really let that play into all of this, uh, then th- that's on them. That's what I'll say. Um, yep. So anyway, my- the Angels are my the Angels organization is my call out this week. Um take those halos off their logo for the time being. Yeah, they they have not been angels. Uh they have not. My call uh, out this week. I'm, uh, not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna hit the whole organization, but I'm gonna hit Phil Nevin. Uh to tell your pitcher uh to throw out a batter. It's not the first time by any means it's happened in baseball history. Uh, but not only to tell your pitcher, but to tell your guy making his first ever MLB start, get out of here, man. You're joke. Absolute joke of a manager. Um, mm-hmm. So he's my call out this week. Um, but yeah, what a, what a wild weekend to be a Mariners fan, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but I, we're going to keep this episode short. Justin's got to get running here. I know. Um, and then starting next week, uh, we are going to be on summer break. That's what we're going to call it. We're going to take about uh, four weeks off, but don't worry. We're going to have content for you to listen to. Do we want to spoil it for them yet? What it's going to be, or will they just find out? Um, You'll have to tune in to find out. It'll be a series. So it'll be a four parter. We'll say that it's all going to be under the same, uh, same topic, but you're, we'll break it up for you. Well, you'll have something to listen to every Thursday still like you have up to this point, but um we're gonna we're gonna be on hiatus till about August, uh, just so time for football to start back up and get going on. But we kind of figured after the major championships are over, there's not a ton to talk about. Um, so we're gonna try something a little different for you guys this summer. But uh, I think that's all we got, unless you got anything else. No, I don't think I got anything else. So, all right. Well, we uh, just want to say thank you guys for tuning in and listening wherever you listen from, whether it be Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, the Can on String. Wherever it is, we appreciate you uh, finding us and listening to us every Thursday. Um, We'll be back for you next Thursday, just in a little different capacity. Uh, But until then, I've been Jared. That's been Justin. 
and never forget. Party Legacy 1976.